Welcome to the Mental Health Hour. This is episode six, Ground Yourself. Tonight, I figured we could discuss some grounding techniques uh, as far as, you know, getting ourselves recentered when, because last week we talked about triggers um, in episode four um, before Gemma's broadcast. And speaking of Gemma, welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, thank you for having me. Um, I'm not too bad, thank you. Uh, honored to be here again. Yes. Uh, so Gemma's going to be more of a permanent fixture here. Um, it's much easier, I think, to do a broadcast with a, with a co-host uh, so you can banter back and forth rather than me just trying to think of everything I'm trying to say <laughs> by myself. Nobody. Two heads so. better than one. Eh? <laughs> That's right. So, um, anyway, we'll go ahead and get started. Um, so, basically, uh, with grounding techniques, um, I always tried. Hi, Danny. Uh, I've always tried to, um, you know, I want to find things that work specifically for me. Um, I've tried a bunch of different grounding techniques uh, to find the ones that I like best. Um, so what this was all new to me, obviously. Uh, everything from you know yoga to meditation to aromatherapy to um, just uh, breathing, deep breathing exercises. Um, I've found for myself that since I'm quite a fidgety person, um, anything like with the hands, just like yeah. doing this kind of stuff and breathing, um, or I have a Rubik's cube that I use um, that that helps me. That that's specific for me. Um, what about you, Gemma? Do you have anything that you enjoy the most? Well, Rubik's cube for a start. I'd end up throwing it through the window, so that's definitely <laughs> no for me. But I do have the fidgets and things, you know, like the spinners. And yeah. I, I'm also like quite with my hands, and I find things like the little fidgets and things. Um, they're they're all the craze at the moment. You can get like these poppers and things. Yes, but, I've seen uh, those. Yeah, I find them quite because I'm always doing something with my hands, like. One of the big things I tend to twiddle my hair a lot, <laughs> um, but um, when I get really, really anxious, like breathing, um, I tend to do it like if I get that bad in a bag or something, just to calm me. Um, but music, or I've got like um, you know one of the diffusers that you have in like in your house, and you can put oils yeah. and things in them. I use those and just try and breathe that in like to help me um because I, I find that helps but then just some, sometimes going out and ch a change of scenery is things like that help absolutely or counting just like trying to trying, trying to remember things stuff like that um yeah, yeah. It's... in sense yep oh. um you mentioned music uh music is a huge part of my life as well yeah. Um, I've been playing music on, you know, different instruments. Uh, I grew up playing the drum set. Um, now that that's not very relaxing, but but uh, um, I enjoy it. Uh, but then I, I I've self taught myself some piano and guitar. Um, oh, wow. The the piano is actually really grounding. It's very therapeutic, and um, I, I really enjoy. Uh, that one the most is for, as far as relaxing myself and you know the the importance with with uh, we I touched on it a bit in my triggers episode the importance of the the grounding technique is by far I mean first and foremost if, if let's just say you're triggered about something something has you has you triggered first and foremost you need to detach yourself from that trigger hmm. Um uh, in order for us to start coping and, and managing it instead of folding and, you know, uh, isolating, you need to detach yourself from it, 
so remove yourself from the the immediate area. Um, hey, Bo, thanks for the super art. Um, and remove yourself from the immediate area or whatever whatever situation might be bothering you, and then focus on recentering yourself. And that's where the grounding techniques come in. You're gonna wanna. It's gonna allow you to just take a step back. And even if you have to be by yourself um, and just recenter and get, you know, kind of Zen feeling again, that way you can move forward. So, yeah, I've, I've been known to take a step away from whatever was bothering me and just make, even if it's just five minutes, just get myself yeah. back to back to center. It's so easy to get like triggered by certain things like I know I, quite a while back I was watching something on the TV and it was completely unexpected but there was a storyline in there that took me back to something in the past and that really got me like quite wound up with things so I had to I had to recognize that that was what was doing that to me and take my way take myself away from that like I was just doing it then, like, I find this, like, going fast and concentrating that. Because if you don't have something, like we were saying with my hand, I'm quite hands. But um, it's, like, trying to recognize what the trigger is sometimes as well. Because certain times, like, for myself especially, I've been triggered by things and I've not, I've had to think, like, what what's caused that? What What's doing this to me? Sure. It's hard to, it's hard to tell sometimes. Mm. Um, and I, yeah, I believe I touched on that uh, briefly that you're not always going to know what's, what's got you upset. Um, unfortunately, and I, if, if anything in, in the mental health uh, field was that easy, uh, then we probably wouldn't have too much, too much in the way of problems here. Mm. Um, if you could just easily identify everything and, and make changes, but so, um, you know, uh, you've mentioned that you found a, a nice article or something with, with some grounding techniques. Would you care yeah. to share some? Yeah, yeah. Maybe that we're, maybe that we're missing out on or. There's loads actually. It says, that I think there's 30 on it. Um, one of them says about putting your hands in water Focus on the water's temperature and how it feels on your fingertips, palms, and the backs of your hands. Does huh. it feel the same on each part of your hands? Use warm water first, then cold. Try to switch between the two. Does it feel different? It's like, I guess, getting you to focus on something else. That's yeah, that's, spe like. that's specifically hitting the, the mm. five sentences. That sounds, that sounds like a mindfulness exercise, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like this one as well, like pick up or touch items near you so again that's getting you to focus on something else are the things that you touch hard or soft heavy or light warm or cold focus on the texture and color of each item like again that's more like the mindfulness side of things now i've always struggled mm -hmm. with that personally because i really find it hard to um to focus basically i'm more of a hands-on person Whereas I really struggle to meditate and do all those things. Um, breathe deeply. Um, slowly inhale, exhale. If it helps, you can say or think in, out with each breath. Feel each breath filling your lungs and how it feels to push it back out again. Yes, that's um, yep. more mindfulness there as well. Just mm -hmm. everything about being in the in the moment you know um let me look at a comment here uh, trying to accept mental health issues whilst having others wanting you to be as they are is pulling back and forth um long baths helps uh, i have i have been known to um enjoy a, a nice hot shower every now and again when i'm I, I i can't say that i've ever gotten in for a soak in the tub but uh, bath salts, yep. Mm. And Bo wants my hoodie. Bo, what are you talking about? 
<laughs> go ahead with some more uh yeah um so like it says savor a food or drink take small bites or sips of a food or beverage you enjoy letting yourself taste fully each bite think about how it tastes and smells so there's an awful lot of mindfulness on here yeah um take a short walk that's something i tend to do but again it depends what kind of frame of mind i'm in because i've also found that that can sometimes be detrimental for me depending on how far i've gotten with the um with things um mm -hmm. all the piece of ice now i mentioned that last time because that's that's what they try and teach you when you're doing this the self-harm rather yeah, than so Hold so, so when you did that, um, and I might be, I might have taken it uh, the in the incorrect sense. When you were holding the ice uh, instead of um, self harm, was mm. that more? Is that, I immediately thought that it was painful. You know, if it you grip a piece of ice. It. Yeah, if you hold it hard enough and long enough, it can actually start to cause a pain. Um, right. Like, certainly if it's a big enough piece, because I I used to hold it really, really hard um, to the point where it would, like, fair dig in, and it would cause pain till it becomes numb. And now, did, did, did yeah. they have you, did they have you, or did they suggest doing this instead of self-harm as far as for the for the pain release or or what have you or is this was this supposed to be more of a recentering um a little bit of both i think but yeah certainly the group that i went to was about trying to find alternative ways to self-harming that was dangerous and because when i went there i'd been cutting and overdosing that was my main two go-to things Certainly with the cutting, because often it wasn't about the cutting, it was about seeing the actual blood and taking the the pain from the mind and from the heart and putting it where I want to put it. And yes. they were telling us to do that because it would cause that instant ouch that you get with the cutting. And it, to a degree it does, like with the rubber band thing, if you put it round your wrist and pull hard enough and let it twang back, you get the instant ouch. And that's what they were trying to do as opposed to, like, cutting yourself, say, for example, where, yeah, you get the ouch, but it can potentially, if you go through a major artery, it can potentially end fatally for you. Yes. So it seems like I was I was on the right path there. Like, it, it's more of a, like a release, like you were talking about um, for, for you, mm. much like... Uh, you know, harming yourself just kind of gave you that release. I'm going to go back here look real quick, try and incorporate some more comments. Um, failure is hard to accept, especially when always trying your best. And act, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Um, and one of the most, uh, one, of the, one of the things that we learned, obviously, uh, from my time at the center, is just kind of when you're dealing with failure, uh, you have to reframe it in your mind as it's not a failure. It's just an unsuccessful attempt or, you know, um, I guess people who self-harm are disappointed with themselves and fear others. I'll let you field that one. Um, yeah, for me, because I used to self-harm and I self-harmed from certainly from the like cutting aspect since I was like 11 but it goes stems back to right until I was about nine. And for me, the self-harm wasn't about that so much as when I got to a stage where something hurt me so much in my heart and in my head, it was about taking that pain and for that in that moment, moving it to somewhere else. Like, I mean, it makes sense to me because that's why I did it, but to like take that pain that was in my heart and in my head and say put it on my wrist and cause that ouch that hurts and like sometimes if it wasn't enough i would like get say for salt and cause it even more and just like really really go for it yeah and it was about causing a pain 
that took my mind off what was going on in my heart and my head and instantly causing a distraction which was still a pain but moving it and removing it from what to me it hurt more inside than it did physically outside and that's what it was about for me because I could handle the pain on the outside and I was in control of that I was the one that was causing that whereas the pain that had been caused to within me wasn't something that I'd caused so I had to in that moment be in charge of that because otherwise that would escalate to the point where I would say take tablets and want to die and there were a few occasions where that did happen and thankfully now I that obviously it didn't work but there were a few occasions where I had to have my stomach pumped because I let it get that bad and for me that was why I personally that was my personal reason for doing it and yeah it really was painful but honestly that pain was nothing in relation to what was in here I hope that helps anyway Oh yeah, uh, it it does sound like, um, hi die. It does morning. Oh morning. I forget. Uh, I I'm terrible with the whole time change thing. Even dealing uh, with our. I always have to. When I'm talking with Gemma, I always have to you know plus or minus five, because. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, it sounds to me like, you know, the the self harm type release is you mentioned that uh twice or three times that you were in control uh and when everything else in your life feels out of control there's something you can control right there um, yeah. so i don't know if that's that might have something um yeah. I, but I it looks like hannah yeah it looks like yeah. hannah uh yeah. learned uh, so uh, let's let's get some uh, let's get some more off of your list there, and we'll see if we can't break yeah. break them down. My phone just decided to lock. <laughs> okay, uh, I won't go through them all because some of them are a bit repetitive. Um, like one here that I've tried: listen to your surroundings. Um, I tend to go outside and try and do that, or put music on. A lot of my, um, it does mention music actually in here. Take a few moments to listen to the noises around you, like the birds, dogs barking, play music. Um, are, is there anyone talking? What are they saying? Do you recognize any of the languages or the sounds? What music is playing? Um, it gets you to listen to, like, it mentions about what kind of music it is. Is it, has it got words in it? Things like that. So let's, um, let's talk about the, uh, the hearing and listening sense um, that I tend to forget about, but it is, it, it does wind up being one of my favorite things. Um, obviously with music, I've said um, I'm big into the music, but I've stumbled on to, it's becoming more and more popular, obviously this ASMR stuff mm. uh, that if, if, if I'm, if I need a moment or I need help falling asleep because my brain might be racing or anything like that. Um, just even typing into YouTube some ASMR videos is uh, by far one of the easiest ways that I have found to relax my body and fall asleep. I don't know. Have you have you tried any of the ASMR videos? Um, I've tried some. There's certain noises that seem to grate on me a little. Um, certainly like the water and things makes me need to go to the toilet um, but I, I have the Calm app and I use, I tend to go for the bedtime stories and things more than the ASMR um, uh -huh. I mean it depends what it is because like I don't know, I if it's the same noise throughout I'm okay with that if it's one that I can tolerate but I, I find I get really on edge with certain ones, I don't know whether that's just my mind frame and things but Certainly, with some things, I struggle. Yes, and I was, I was, I popped into Ella's broadcast the other night, and we got talking about the music, and she just says their music is awesome. She was playing the old ukulele. 
Um, and that, yeah, it's, it's music as a whole is just one giant grounding technique. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a, a lovely, the, the, um, guy was saying up, at, up above that, this is such a fantastic tool. Listening really helps to ground you and put you in the moment. Fantastic yeah. tool. So, <clears throat> and it does seem, you know, if you were to take a poll, um, of, of 10 folks, I think music or some sort of listening exercise is going to be at the top of everybody's list. It's, it's easy. It's, it's, uh, soothing. My ukulele is my new therapist. <laughs> All right. So listening, that's, that's hit, that's hit pretty big with everybody in the comments and yeah. we'll, I'll have to, we'll have to write that down so we can go over something like that on a later episode, but you can go ahead and yeah keep on with the list. So, um, there's like mentions about playing memory games, look at detailed photographs and pictures, try and remember, uh, it says to look for five to 10 seconds, turn the photograph face down, and then try and remember as many things as you can in the picture. Um, yeah, my, my memory's not great. I think that'd annoy me to be honest. Yeah, we we I've actually had to, you know, keep working on sharpening my brain um since I quit drinking because it, it it definitely took a decline. Mm. Um which is sad because I I was so sharp growing up and uh even into my twenties, uh excellent memory. Um yeah, it just all went downhill with the with the alcohol. Yeah. But things like that, uh, while they're good grounding techniques, um, are also good to. It's like I I do crossword puzzles. I've mentioned to re, mm. try and keep working those muscles, like uh, get get sharp again. You know. Yeah, yeah. Playing an instrument. I think the medications that I'm on for pain cause memory problems, to be honest, but it wouldn't be surprising with what they are. I think certainly my memory's taken a decline since my medication's been increased. Yeah. Oh, and get a bunny rabbit. <laughs> get oh, a puppy cat. A I love rabbits. I have two cats. I find animals, stroking animals, really therapeutic. Yes, a puppy cat. Um, they that was on. I did notice pets uh, hitting on a few lists that I've looked at. Um, yeah, you know, obviously they have therapy dogs. You can you can sign up. There's multiple websites you can sign up to get a a therapy dog. Uh, dogs mm. are wonderful. I mean, I've always been a dog person. I don't have anything against cats. It's just growing up, we always had dogs. Um, so. Uh, just a, like a like a Labrador Retriever, his whole purpose in life, his or her, almost uh, is, is almost one hundred percent to please you. Um, yeah, yeah. You'll notice that in that breed of of animal. But mm. uh, puppy cat saved me many times, and I'm sure you've saved puppy cat. Yeah, for sure. I had a dog when I was um, growing up. Um. A really quick story like when I when I was born I had casts on both my legs and um, I couldn't walk obviously because I from the waist down I had uh, casts on both legs and I didn't start walking until I was about two or three and when I started walking I was put in this horse box full of dogs and I ended up being given this dog who saw me right through till I was 16 and often I'd sit in my room and talk to the dog about lots of things. And I was so heartbroken when he died that I swore I'd never get another. But it was more getting a cat because I had a young child and because I'm not great on my feet anymore. But my mum and dad have a Labrador and honestly, they are just so, like you say, so wanting to please you all the time and just having that that company is just amazing any animal yeah. yes hi there 
uh, emu army from Bo. Bo and his emus. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, how's the uh, list working on your end? Do you still have some more? Um, it mentions about playing number games, things like that. Um, there's some of them that are quite repetitive to be honest there's one here this is definitely um mindfulness and i would imagine take quite a bit to do uh but it's about when you find the trigger imagine yourself leaving the painful feelings behind so picture yourself gathering the emotions balling them up and putting them into a box walking swimming biking or jogging away from those painful feelings Imagine your thoughts as a song or a TV show that you dislike, changing the channel or turning down the volume. They're still there, but you don't have to listen to them. Mm. Um, I don't know, but I'd find that hard. I mean, when I had my counselling session um, the other week, I was told to picture myself doing something that I need to do that I haven't yet done but picture it as though I'm watching myself on TV doing this particular challenge and I had to like talk about the entire thing about how I got there, what I was wearing what I was doing, what I saw on the way past, things mm. like that and I mean it did kind of help because it's made me want to actually go and do that thing now um right. it's like basically when i talked about where i was attacked and raped last time and right in that location is um one of the offices that i need to visit for some forms and paperwork and i had to picture going there and like driving there getting out of the car and going over to there going into the office, picking the papers up, going into so much detail about it that the actual event that happened years ago didn't really come to mind, even though he was asking me all this time, what are you feeling? How do you feel? And how do you feel now you've gone and got those things? Mm. And it was difficult, like, but... I mean, having someone there to go through it with me was hard. I would imagine doing it as quite hard. Hmm. You both seem like lovely people. Glad I found you both. Well, welcome in. And uh, yeah. as always, thank you for thank you very much for the awards um, along the way. I, ha I found this one that I'd like to uh, go over because whenever I mention grounding techniques to uh, whether I'm talking to one of my sponsees uh, in AA or uh, just anybody, uh, everybody seems to uh, migrate to this one called the five, four, three, two, one technique. Thank oh, yeah. you, Ella. For... Yeah. Uh, so this one breaks it down. There's multiple ways you can do this, um, but this one breaks it down. Or what are five things you can see? And then four things you can feel, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste. Um, now, obviously, you could do that in any order, um, but it plays off of the five senses. Uh, we've talked sensory um, grounding techniques are, are quite um, prevalent, and they play well into the mindfulness of everything. Um, mindfulness, the big buzzword of... The mental health field right now um have you tried the five four three two one I, I have actually yeah it's on this list as well um i have um i think i actually tried it as close as last week um i think to for me it depends on how far i've gotten along with my trigger like if i can catch it soon enough then i'm all right with it but otherwise i find it difficult to bring myself to do that Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one, this one, um, while I hear a lot about it, like I said, and everybody seems to know about it, um, it, it seems like a very in-depth, uh, you know, you got to really sit down and think about, and when I'm triggered or need to, need to ground, 
I like something quick and not really, not really um, brain intensive on the on the brain. I just want it to be like yeah. second feature. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I I get that. I'm the same. I like something. I'm more of a hands-on, physical kind of person. I need I need to be doing something and doing something that's going to be quite a quick fix, rather than having to really, really think things over. Yeah, exactly. It's just, mm. it's just something. There's something with the the quickness, like we, like you just said, something mm. um, nice and simple, and not labor intensive on the brain. Not that necessarily this is the the five four three two one is labor intensive. It just seems mm. long and drawn out and a lot of thinking. Um, yeah, yeah. Where I just want that, like as you said, quick fix. Like yeah. I just want 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 to do something like hold. I I use a also use a worry stone. Um, I don't have it with me right now, but it's basically just a small, smooth piece of of stone rock, and you and you just sit and uh, and rub mm -hmm. it with your thumb. Yeah. Um, I have my neck. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there we go. That's why I have these for like the. They're supposed to be like the healing crystals, but because it's got the textures on it and the smoothness, that, that's exactly what I do with this. Yes. Um, I, and what can you explain more uh, for the view, uh, the viewers and for me yeah, even about the, the healing crystals? Because I don't know a whole lot about that. I know probably you and Veda and uh, Intuitive yeah, Guy. I have quite a lot of them, actually. I get... Um, I've been collecting them for many years. This is um, an opal. So um, like there's many different ones and they're supposed to have like different healing properties. Like if I can get right up to the camera with it. And there, mm -hmm. and it's got like the smooth back as well so that I can do just that. But each one's supposed to have different properties. I, I don't have it on as well, but I've got like a little cage with one in and you can put like essential oils. So you've got the smell as well. And I tend to have, I have this one on and then the longer cage, I've actually taken it off for now. I, I've left it downstairs. But with the cage one, I can put it to my nose so you can get the the smell as well, um, which it mentions in the in the list about different smells and things. And I, I find that helps. But yeah, I certainly collect a lot of crystals and they, they are supposed to have many different properties and things. Um, I've got quite a big amethyst crystal um just over there and then i have i don't know if you can see um where tilt it can you see the sun like hung up there on the ceiling yes above my bed. i have them all over uh, literally all over my room and then the dream catcher I, mm. I don't know if there's any truth in it or anything but i made that and that was about like like i've heard about them and stuff with the dream catches and things. But for me, that was about owning that because I made that. And it was about trying to get the negativity because I made that actually while I was going through a very bad phase. And I made that to try and overcome that trigger. And it was about owning that at the same time. And one of the broadcasts I was going to do actually was about making the dream catchers and things and talking a bit more about the crystals and the dream catchers and the oils and stuff like that. So at some point, like, I'll certainly be doing that soon. So that's cool. But, awesome. Like, yeah, um, I'll go into more detail about the crystals and stuff. I don't want to, like, totally overtake your broadcast. Oh, uh, no, you're not. It's our broadcast. But, uh, yeah, hang on. Can I just point out, Fraser, like, you said don't normally talk about himself and wanting to apologise. Don't apologise at all. For That's what it's here for. Oh, um, yeah. The fact that you felt that you could open up in this broadcast, that's amazing. That is uh, what we're yeah. shooting for. Be uh, Talk about yourself. Talk about um, personal stories um we we are here for that and want to want to hear more from you um so absolutely thank you for catching that um 
what else do we have? Uh, I'm looking at mine, the more mental exercises. Mm. Um, but these are more simple, like counting, counting backwards from 100. Um, yeah. These are things that I'll catch myself doing with the with laying in bed, um, trying to fall asleep, with the the mind racing. Um, that used to be every single night for me, um, but since my uh, stint at rehab and finding all these wonderful tools, it's fewer and far between now. But you know, you still occasionally get the old racing brain trouble falling asleep. Um, so I, I do like the, the counting backwards, uh, saying the alphabet forwards and backwards, or trying to write it down on your sheet uh, while you're laying there. Um, you know, simple things like that. Uh, this one actually suggests counting backwards by, uh, from 100 by sevens. Now that's a lot of... Oh, no, I couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't yeah. do that one. Are fully awake, never mind half asleep. Spell your full name and the names of three other people backwards. Mm. That's also just really making your brain work. Yeah, um, I'm not into brain stuff. I want, uh, yeah, I mean, whatever works for anybody else, like, but I, I like that quick, instant fix. Uh, think of an object and draw it in your mind or in the air with your finger. Uh, like a like a vehicle or your house or an animal. Um, name all your family members, their ages, and one activity they enjoy. Mm. And um, obviously, there's the the body awareness, the the five long deep breaths. Um, have you heard of box breathing? No, I haven't actually. So box breathing was taught to us down there. Um, I had never heard of it either. Um, but basically all you're going to do is just, you're supposed to sit, be seated in a chair. You want to cross your legs in front of you and mm. then take your hands and put them like this against your chest. And then you, you breathe in two, three, four, Hold, two, three, four. Breathe out, two, three, four. And hold, two, three, four. And then you just keep repeating. Mm. Um, that, it, it's it's very, very relaxing. Oh, wow. I might have to try that. I've not, I've not actually heard of that one, no. Yeah, so there's, there's multiple breathing exercises that you can do out there. If, everything from just taking deep breaths and relaxing, uh, just spacing them apart, um, or just the, the more symmetrical box breathing, um, and multiple breathing exercises out there. Um, clench your hands and to fists, then release the tension and repeat that 10 times. That kind of sounds like it goes along with the ice cubes as well. Yeah, yeah. You can get the stress balls and things as well. Or oh, yeah. Things, yeah. Rub your palms together briskly. Notice the sound and feel the warmth. Mm. Stomp your feet on the ground several times. Pay attention to the sensations in your feet and legs. Mm. Um, reach your hands over your head like you're trying to reach the sky. Stretch for this for five seconds. And then bring your arms down. And I've done that. Um, I, I didn't realize it was a grounding technique, but that feels fantastic when you're stretching up as high as you can and then just releasing. Um, makes sense that it is a grounding technique because it does, it does feel relaxing. Yeah. Um, that brings, of course, me into the thought of yoga. We'll talk about yoga for a minute because I am not obviously a yoga type of guy. Um, but down at the rehab center I went to, they had once a week, we had to do yoga and I said, I was going to do everything. I was going to give everything a hundred percent try, you oh. know, uh, and I did it and 
it was actually, interestingly enough, it was semi-relaxing for me. However, it hurt, <laughs> especially <laughs> especially the next day. Um, all right, so I'm I'm not today. I'm not a big yoga guy. I, mm. I don't I don't do much with that. But I don't know. I've never There's, tried it to be honest. Never. If I'm gonna do something of physical not necessarily exercise, but, mm. um, you know, physically get up and do something. I'm probably going out for a walk like you had mentioned earlier, maybe a nature walk or, you know, mm. I've got, I've got a nice tree line and stuff in my backyard with a path through it. So you can go through and listen to the birds, uh, yeah. and, and all of that stuff, the, the ground, all of the mindfulness, uh, yeah. listen to your, listen to you walking across the sticks or what, whatever. Are you big into yeah. the walks? Um, I used to be a lot more. I mean, I use a crutch now to help mobilize. I have for a while. Oh, I still yes. do like walking, but obviously like with my health and stuff, it's slowed me down quite a lot, but I certainly do like walking and I'm quite into all the historical buildings and things. Um, I used to do a lot of um, exploring and things. I, I'm fascinated with like old buildings and especially if like derelict buildings you're not supposed to go into. <laughs> um, I, did, I did a bit of that when I was younger, um, urban exploring, that sort of thing. Um, yes, the, there used to be a guy that I followed on Periscope. Uh, I forget his name now. But he would go through, I, I want to say he was in Alabama, and he would go through all these different abandoned buildings and, and just periscope live the whole thing. I found that interesting as hell. It really, I like anything like that, I'm just so fascinated with. I've, I subscribe to a lot on YouTube. Um, there's one not far from me that I really want to go and just do a broadcast of, but I'm like, I don't know, like, if I could get someone to go with me, then maybe, but I'd be terrified of, like, the floor going through or something. Oh, if you weren't all the way across the pond, I would definitely jump at the opportunity to go, but... Oh, definitely love that. It's, I'm just fascinated by things like that. Um, I never forget when I went to Ireland, and certainly with the history in Ireland of all the, like, the convents and things that they had that were closed down, and I mean, a lot of them weren't even boarded up. It just said no entry, and you could walk mm -hmm. right on in. Some of them, like, had the guard dogs and stuff like that. But the uh, fact probably, that no entry, it's like asking me to go in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't push this button. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I live in a 200-year-old converted barn in the Lake District. I'll bet that's cool. Oh, I'll bet wow. that's real neat. Whereabouts are you? Are you in the U.S., U.K.? Or none of the above. <laughs> um, the YouTube and um, Periscope and Haps. Uh, I, I haven't. We haven't even mentioned Haps and and all that. Um, mm. As a as a therapy in and of itself, I don't know if it's necessarily a grounding technique or just an enjoyable activity. Um, yeah. But getting on and scrolling through videos of um, of HAPS broadcasts or Periscope back in the day um, was very relaxing and very, I mean, do you ever find yourself uh, watching, uh, you know, more, more recently it's been TikTok for me. Uh, I'll yeah. go down a rabbit hole and the next thing I know it's like, 30 to 45 minutes later, I'm still scrolling through videos. <laughs> if it's just 30 to 40 minutes later, then that's impressive because I started the other night and I think it was like half 10. And then I looked again and it was like two in the morning. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. What was I doing? <laughs> I'm terrible at that. I do. I just oh. have a quick flick. And then hours later, I'm like, what? Yeah. It's it's become a it's become a real problem here lately for me. I've 
I've been just enveloped in the TikTok videos, but I find most of the things on there that I'm seeing or that come across my feed are either, you know, hysterical or very, very interesting. Like just mm -hmm. piques my curiosity. I have to see more. Yeah. Um, so there's, I mean, there's all kinds of good, uh, good stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Fraser's in England. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the Leeds, so like, I don't know where you are, but like, more north. I am. I'm a northerner. <laughs> no. Um, I, I think that's how I actually started because I remember when I split up with my ex, and it's honestly it had been the first time I'd ever lived by myself. I mean, I wasn't by myself. I had my son, but he was only a baby. And that's how it started, where I joined Periscope. And I'd just sit there and surf in the map that was on Periscope looking for people. And then I came across, um, I don't know if you know him, Jason Stolken. He was like a comedian, voiceover, like voice, hmm. voice actor, things like that. Sounds familiar. And I found him, and that's where I found other people. There was Doe that was in the broadcast earlier. She, um, like I started speaking to a lot of the people there and it took me a long time to actually go live myself but certainly watching other broadcasts did help me distract from certainly like the because otherwise I'd be always at the window every little noise and I'd be panicking like what was that what was that mm. and that was a way for me definitely grounding myself and like no like not concentrating on what was going on outside and just trying to focus on doing something else and then it got yes. to me going live and for months and months I just went live but walking around like Leeds City Centre and showing everything that was around and I never once showed my face for for ages and then I started doing like my art and stuff on there and for me art is a huge grounding thing like oh yeah do it a lot um and i can just pick up my tablet or a piece of paper and just like scrolling up whatever but yeah like certainly like you say with these it's definitely both a distraction not always in a good way if you should be going to bed <laughs> right exactly and that's and that's when i'm most on um on these uh programs or uh mm. apps uh, right at bedtime, uh, just trying to relax, uh, de-stress, de uh, unwind from the day. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, uh, next thing you know, it's quite late and, uh, yeah. I have to get up at, I have to get up at four 30 in the morning to go to work um, in the morning. Oh my goodness. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> Unless the only way I know that is if I haven't gone to bed, but otherwise, yeah morning person <laughs> it's it's every three days i get up and go to work but uh yeah i i, I don't fancy myself a, a morning person either oh, um yeah. good to find another focus huge respect to you though for what you do and everything like oh well thank you thank you thank you um i can imagine i couldn't enough. i couldn't think of anything else that i'd like to do more uh, my dad was a, a firefighter, so I mean, I grew up going to the station and seeing him. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's just since I was a little boy, I pretty much knew what I was going to do with my life. So, yeah, indeed. Uh, I wanted to talk real quick before we uh, wrap it up. Mm -hmm. The, the sound, going back to the sound and how listening is so key, uh, there was a, a one on here that I saw, call a loved one. Uh, just calling like mom or, or a significant mm. other maybe, or just a, a best friend. Um, yeah. I found that interesting because uh, to be talked about as, as a grounding technique, um, mm. certainly we all think when we're, in a high stress area following you both. Thank you, Fraser. Yeah. Um, when we're in a high stress position, um, 
talking to one of our best friends or, or, or anybody really um, that you consider a friend yeah. it can actually be very helpful. And <clears throat> we do it almost uh, subconsciously. Um, yeah. You know, I, I need to talk to so-and-so, you know, my best friend, because this is a high stress problem and they always make me feel better. And it, yeah, it's almost like second nature, but I've never actually thought of it in the sense that it, it's a grounding technique. Yeah. No, I never um, thought of it like that, actually. But, yeah. yeah. So that was a pretty cool one. Um, yeah. Then, and then you have all the smells, the aromatherapy. You said you do mm. the, dif the diffusers. Um, yeah. We had s somebody in the comments earlier talking about incense. Um, essential oils um, that remind you of good times, Fre freshly cut grass, rain, clean laundry, sugar cookies, for example. Um, scented candles, light, light, a scent, light a scented candle that gives you the, the, the smell of the scent and the, the visual of the fire dancing on the wick. Um, and then sniff strong peppermint. Uh, peppermint has had a benefit, a worldly benefit of soothing effect. So peppermint in general, I did not know that. That's one of the oils I actually use. I um, I'd heard that before, and in my like little the one that I have around my neck, I have peppermint quite a bit. Um, and lavender, obviously, I think lavender most people know is quite relaxing. Um, lavender, yes. Mm. Yes, indeed. No, do a little at the end of every um, broadcast. I usually do a quick review. Um, this one, there's, I mean, not a whole lot to review. Obviously, grounding techniques. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, first and foremost, we'll go back to the very beginning, and uh. Let's say you need to be grounded or something from a triggering event. Um, mm -hmm. As I mentioned before, the, um, the, the whole mindset here is to detach yourself from the trigger first mm -hmm. and, and get yourself out of the situation or away from whatever harm is being caused. Isolate or, or I mean, detach away from, from that and then the next step is recentering and that's where your grounding techniques come in. Mm -hmm. So it's very important to recenter ourselves, uh, come back to center, uh, calm down, get ourselves thinking clearly again before we can move forward and cope. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, it seems like from everything that we've went through tonight, uh, it's a lot of sensory uh, it covers a lot of the five senses and mindfulness seems to be huge in this. Um, yeah. and taking a walk and, and using all five senses on, on your walk, um, you know, smelling, uh, looking, watching the birds, smelling the flowers, hearing the uh, different animals or the, the sticks crunching under your feet, um, yeah. you know, stopping to feel, blades of grass or the tree um, all these mindfulness techniques uh, or grounding techniques really depend on a lot of mindfulness mm. um, and uh, you know music we've, we discussed music uh, how big that is in both of our lives yeah. um, and it, it would seem that listening as a as a uh, as a whole is a is a favorite of a lot of people out there. Um, yeah, I think that's why I went into DJing because of my love of music. Oh, you DJed? Yeah, I did it for about twelve years. Like I DJed myself. I did. Uh, I got into it uh, as well for a little while. I DJed weddings, and that yeah. was a lot of fun. But it, it's a very uh, that was a very drinking oriented exercise mm. for me so yeah yeah, yeah. hannah yeah. says we have a lot of commonalities <laughs> yeah 
I think when so. you get talking to someone like well, anybody that's had some sort of issues with mental health or anything, like I think you find a lot of things that you have in common. And mm -hmm. that, that's like that's that's good in a way because when you mentioned about talking to friends and family, I didn't really have that myself. Um, I think that's where part of the problem stemmed, and that's why I went out looking for people to talk to. And sometimes, um, talking even talking to people that you don't know can sometimes help. And then meeting new people, getting familiar with other people, that certainly helped me. And um, some of the best friends that I have now were people like that I met on Periscope. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, just this broadcast alone here, you got Fraser would like to speak with you there. And, and mm -hmm. that's really something that's um, yeah, now you have potentially have another great connection happening mm -hmm. right here. So for the future down the road. Yeah, um, that's good stuff. Uh, did you have anything to add for the, the wrap up or review? Um, I think we've mentioned it all, to be honest, that I can think of, certainly for, my, certainly for me. Okay. All righty. Well, in that case, um, a couple of programming notes. Uh, I like to, when I broadcast on Wednesdays, which I, I'm, th I'm really liking Wednesday night. Um, mm -hmm. I might switch it from Saturday to Wednesday. Uh, it seems to work okay for you as well. Um, but when I do broadcast on Wednesdays, I like to throw Jim in Chicago land a plug uh, he, for his catalyst broadcast tonight. I believe it's at 11 Eastern, 11 PM Eastern. Um, it's really great. Uh, he basically just lights a fire pit and focuses the camera on the fire the whole time. And we all just, he just chats with everybody in the comments. It's very simple, very therapeutic. Um, so if you're looking for broadcasts along those lines, there's a great one tonight. Uh, just look out for Jim in Chicago land. Um, I'll tag him in the comments. Yes, please. And uh, yeah, um, I haven't decided what, I'm going to do for Saturday, if anything, um, I'll definitely come. We'll def Gemma and I will definitely be back next Wednesday if she's up for yeah. it. Uh, yeah, definitely. And um, well, you got um, some, you got your surgery coming up. So I'm, you, if you say you're good, then I I'll take be, your word. Like, it's on the Tuesday, but providing everything goes fine, I should be fine. But um, it's not surgery on my mouth, so I can talk. <laughs> Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Good night, Demian. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you everybody for, for stopping by tonight and checking us out. Um, and thank you very much for all the awards. Uh, it's, they're greatly appreciated. And the awards that I get, uh, I wanted, or I've mentioned in the past, uh, they go straight to, um, my AA program that we, that I have started up me and one of my colleagues at work started a first responders AA meeting. It's completely legit. Um, it's on the AA Frederick Central Intergroup website. Um, we started it from the ground up. And so most all the des the donations and um, awards that I get go straight to that to be put forth uh, for other um, substance abusers like myself and uh, so that's where that goes. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Gemma, for joining again. And uh, it's great to have you on the broadcast. Thanks for having me. It's an honor. To Absolutely. Be here. And uh, if you, uh, if you want to catch us again next week, we'll be on the same time, same place. And thank you guys. Mm -hmm. And have, have a great night. Yeah. Thank you. Good night. Mm -hmm.